Hey, what's up, you guys? You are listening to the She's Going Places podcast. I'm your host, Mackenzie. And I'm your host, Taylor. We are so excited to be back, guys. It seems like so long since we've chatted with you guys. This is our first episode in different states. We are in different states. We are so sorry about our hiatus last week. We did not release an episode because, honestly, we were really stressed moving in, getting settled in our new apartments slash houses, and we just didn't want to put out, like, a crappy episode that, like, didn't have a lot of thought into it, so we took the week off, but don't worry. We're going to make up for it this week. Yes, absolutely, and I am a total dummy because... In the midst of packing everything from my lake house, I left my headphones at home. So last week would have really been a last minute episode yeah. recording. So we spared y'all. We the did week of spare her. y'all. It's okay. <laughs> We're back. We're better than ever. And today we are talking about something that I know I've, I've always wanted to talk about on the podcast. And I find very fitting in this season because I just said goodbye to Hunter It's long-distance relationships. So Taylor and I have both been through long-distance relationships. As you guys know, if you've listened to the first episode, we both got boyfriends our senior year. I ended things. My boyfriend and I ended things about a year ago, but I still went through long-distance relationships for a year and a half, (laughs) so to speak. And so I kind of have a different perspective on it, yeah. which I think is going to be super fun super to get into. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But Taylor has more of a positive side, <laughs> things that work, things that help their relationship be fruitful and beneficial. Fruitful. <laughs> yes. So I've always wanted to do this episode because I know for me, I felt super lost jumping into a long distance relationship. I really didn't even know what that would tangibly look like. And long distance looks different for everyone. Like there are people who do long distance where like one of them is staying in high school and the other one's going to a college an hour and a half away. That's long distance. There's other people who are three hours away and they're both in college. For Hunter and I, we're eight and a half hours away. But for some people, they're on the other side of the world. So there's a whole like lot of spectrum in what long distance looks like. And that definitely plays into a factor in like accessibility to one another Like, if you're able to see each other a bunch during the semester or not, or, like, only once a year, gosh, I could not imagine doing different country long distance. But I'm just going to be talking about doing long distance with my boyfriend while he's at a different college than me. That's all I know about. And my ex-boyfriend was only three hours away, but he was a college athlete. So if you guys know anyone who's a college athlete, they have, like, zero time. Mm-hmm. on their hands. So that just kind of played a different aspect into it. So if you're dating a college athlete, girl, I feel you. <laughs> you feel. Yeah. So, so much. There's so many different experiences. So that's why it's so hard to find one that's like completely what's the word? Like it it's completely applicable to you because mm-hmm. every situation's different and every relationship's different. So hopefully the things that we're gonna like go over and talk about, tips, tricks, things I loved, things I didn't hopefully help you if you're starting long distance, thinking about doing long distance, worried about long distance. We got you. All right. Awesome. So let's go ahead and jump into the episode.
Okay, so as hard as long distance may seem, I know it's a very daunting thing. If you're just starting off long distance, you know, or if you're in the midst of it, you also know how daunting long distance can seem at first. But people really do make it work. Yeah. Taylor is proof. Yes, I am here living proof that I'm going into my third year of long distance for my junior year of college, and it, it works. It's a lot of work, and it's really hard. It's never easy. It's never simple, but you can't do it. So I know I was really discouraged when I first got to school and everyone was like, yeah, I came with a freshman boyfriend too. Oh, I did. Well, we mm-hmm. obviously broke up. Oh, that will never work. And everyone was very discouraging. And like, yes. oh my gosh, you're trapping yourself. Don't you want to date as in college? Don't you want to go have fun? Don't you want to go out? Don't you want to not worry about X, Y, Z? And everyone had all of these large opinions about my choice to do long distance and be with my high school boyfriend um personally I think I made the right decision (laughs) uh for myself but you know it's not for everyone and that's okay too I totally respect people who say like "Mm, can't do the distance like it's not easy so totally understand if that's not for you but for my people who are really considering it this is just a good overall encouragement that Plenty of people do long distance. Plenty of people survive long distance. People get married after long distance. That always comforts me a lot. And like knowing that someone else has distance worse than me is how I always like to remind myself that it's not as bad. I know I'd always compare myself to other relationships that were closer. And I'm like, you guys could literally see each other every weekend. Like that's (laughs) not even distance. But then I look at people who are doing like America to Australia long distance and I'm uh, like my roommate literally I'm like I'm literally like I feel embarrassed being like I do long distance <laughs> they're like right. that's not a long distance so it's easy to compare one another's but honestly it's hard for everybody so I would caution you not to do that because that definitely made me super jealous as a college yes. freshman getting like seeing my friends get to see their boyfriends all the yes. time and I'm like that's not even long distance you see him all the time but whatever. I'm laughing because Taylor literally said this like last weekend. Did I? It's about someone doing long distance. You were like, oh, they're not even doing long distance. <laughs> so you see, obviously I still have a lot of growing to do. Um, yeah. But <coughs> overall, this one, this goodbye. I told Kenzie, I'm like, we need to wait to record this until Hunter leaves because like then I'll be a little heated about all of it because it'll be like fresh. Uh very fresh um, and entertaining said, for y'all more entertaining for y'all i said bye to hunter thursday night so four days ago mm-hmm. it's still fresh in case any of you are wondering it's still really <laughs> bad um but yes so you know i still compare with other relationships and i'm just like you can go have lunch with your boyfriend but we're all in this together ladies all right let's go over the basics just some quick things like the biggest thing that I feel like everyone always talks to you about with long distance that like people like gloss over. They're like, obviously you need to communicate well, but what does that even look like tangibly is the question. So on like a basis level, communicating well is just getting on the same page with everything. One of the best things that Hunter and I did before we left for school, we communicated our expectations for each other for the year. Mm-hmm. It was, like, I expect – and, granted, you guys are going to have opinions on, like, what in specific Hunter and I did. That's okay. But this is what we did, and everyone's different. 
our expectation was is that we're going to talk on the phone or FaceTime every night or almost every night. That might be excessive for you. That might not be enough for you. Whatever. That's what we agreed. Um, And we knew like that was a priority. Would we do it perfectly? No. But we wanted to make sure that we were talking often. Um, Another thing that we need to get on the same page about was we were never really jealous of each other. We, that was never really like a worry. But like obviously just having a mutual respect for each other and being like we're not going to like hang out like alone in our dorm rooms with like one other guy or one other girl like that's just like respecting each other I I don't even know if we had to say that that was just kind of a given Mm -hmm. so if that's not a given for y'all talk about it because don't do that um what else did we get on the same page about um about seeing each other we wanted to be planted at our schools oh that's a good thing why we did long distance as opposed to going to the same school Mm-hmm. Because we were dating in high school. Um, we decided that we wanted our college years to be very selfish. That's what we just chose. So during the college process, we never even talked to each other about where we were applying, where we wanted to go, what we wanted to do. We just didn't talk about it. And there was a couple schools that overlapped. And there was only one school that we both got into that we could have gone to. And it was a big mm-hmm. state school. And we essentially really didn't even entertain that. We just decided like, hey, if we love each other and we want to make it work, we can make it work. But I'm not giving up anything. I'm being selfish and he's not giving up anything. He's being selfish. And that's not a bad thing. Like right. it's, you hear selfish and you're like, mm, prioritize each other. No, I was 17 and he was 18 years old. Like going off to college is supposed to be a selfish experience. It's supposed to be about you. You're supposed to get to go and experience different things and make new friends and settling for a state school just so we would be together just to be comfortable was not an option for us so that's why Mm -hmm. we did long distance so getting on the same page about visiting each other and seeing each other and all the time that wasn't as realistic for us because we were so far away and we didn't have our cars so there were no (laughs) like little trips um but we flew home in the middle of the semester for our anniversary and for like our school's homecoming and it was our fall break it just God just gave us a blessing and it was all on the same weekend. So we got right. to do that and then we saw each other Thanksgiving and Christmas. And that was it. Which I think we actually saw each other a lot. It's easy in the fall. Three times. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. I think. Fall For some people, easier. they're like, only three times. Right. Um, that would have been yes. me last year. I would have been like, uh-huh. Like, I was more at the point where it was like every weekend or every other weekend and we didn't lay out expectations whatsoever mm-hmm. when we went into it I think I wanted the expectation kind of like thinking oh, okay maybe like three times a semester we'll see each other whereas he was like oh we're not seeing each other every single weekend and that to me was like oh crap and then trying to figure that out and having the yeah. argument when you're far apart and while over FaceTime mm-hmm. that's just it we'll could have been avoided yeah. by having that first we'll get into arguing and disagreeing (laughs) we'll definitely get there um because it's a art form via Mm -hmm. distance but definitely getting on the same page and communicating all these things before you go and if that means you communicate these things and one of you is like I can't do this peace out respect them enough that like I know that sounds bad but for me I would much prefer that than jumping into my freshman year with a boyfriend and then a couple months in we have just like ruined each other's first semester at school because we hate each other and 
we don't want to be in a relationship because no one will make it work. I would much <laughs> rather have someone break up with me before I go and then just like be ready to like live my best life at my school. Yeah. And also another thing, like when you're coming into a school, especially if you're going out of state or far away where you don't really know anyone like Taylor and I, going into your relationship and going away to college, having these expectations really does save a lot of those arguments. And when you're at school completely alone, you don't know anyone. So you're sitting there completely hurt after three months of being in long distance and you have absolutely no one to go to. That's like Mm -hmm. heartbreaking. Yeah, It's so heartbreaking. So just do yourselves a favor and have those really difficult conversations before y'all hit the road. Definitely. And the biggest thing is, is the only thing that you have while doing long distance are your words. So Mm -hmm. use them and use them well. You're not in person to give social cues. Like let's say you guys were going out to dinner and you were really annoyed with him because he didn't bring you flowers. That's a stupid Mm -hmm. reason, but let's just say. And so you could sit there and you could roll your eyes and you could shrug. Or you could be sad or you could be eating really slow and kind of pushing around and looking annoyed and you give off body language and then he could be like, oh, what's wrong? Why are you upset? Right. You can fake it on a five minute phone call. I know I have. You can. Oh, mm-hmm. It's great. Everything's great. I'm so happy. Oh, blah, blah, blah. They have no idea. So and then you get upset because you expect them to know that you're upset. But all you have is a phone call. That could be so short. You can fake anything for that amount of time. So Mm -hmm. you need to use your words. Like if you're the type of person that like needs the other person to like ask you what's wrong as opposed to you being like, hey, I'm hurt. This is going to be really hard. Yeah, it's hard because Mm -hmm. you can't expect them. They've gone their entire day without you. And then you get on the phone for 10 minutes. Like you need to use those 10 minutes wisely. Kenzie and I have talked about this in our long distance friendship episode is we didn't have time to like beat bop around. We had busy schedule. So when we got on the phone, it was like, okay, how's your heart? What are you doing? It's kind of the same thing with this is that you have to be so intentional about telling them how you feel. Mm-hmm. And a big part of that is also listening to the other person. Like it's not just you telling them how you feel. They also need to tell you how they feel and you need to listen to it and respect what they say, even if it hurts. I was just talking to someone and he was explaining to me like how frustrating it is like not feeling like his girlfriend will like listen to him when he has a problem and it's like sweetie pea it goes both ways if you want him to be able to listen to every like nook and cranny of what you're upset with him about he also gets to voice things that he's upset about too and you have to take it even if it you don't want to hear it Mm -hmm. and I would also suggest too that you more like use your time wisely with that because a lot of times I feel like when you're doing distance and you have such a short amount of time, one person goes and like blares all their problems and then the next person like does it right back. And then you solve neither person's issue because you're both just sitting there yelling at each other for no reason and absolutely nothing gets solved. So so handle the first problem first and then get into what's bothering you. Don't just be like, oh, you have a problem with me. Okay, I have a problem with you. I know yeah. I was really guilty of that while doing long distance. I would just immediately just get defensive, and then then I'd unleash all of my problems. So be careful not to do that, and definitely if you have to, like, shove your pride down for a second and handle what's going on with your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, mm-hmm. and then get into your problem next. Because the truth of the matter is it's just not – It's not only about you. Mm -hmm. You're 50% of the relationship and you have to give a lot. 
Yeah. It's a, it's as much as like, I'm like, oh, we had a selfish time. Sticking to long distance is very selfless. That's yeah. how you have to be. Um, right. Because a lot of times it's not just about you. Like I know there were seasons where I was having a really hard time at Sanford and Hunter had to be my encourager and he had to be like my person that would help me through things. And I'm sure he was having a hard day too, but he knew that I needed him right then and he chose to put me first. The issue that sounds sweet and you're like, oh, he's the best. <laughs> but the problem is, is if I continued to let him constantly do that and I just expected then him to never have problems and to always be like my security blanket, that's where he could potentially on the other side start resenting me being like, okay, like there's seasons and like maybe you needed a couple days, but hi, I, what's going on in my life? I failed a math test today and I really want to talk to you about it and you didn't right. even ask. Right. So be hyper aware. That's a huge thing. Just being aware and just yes. a reminder that like it's just not just about you. Mm-hmm. And okay. I think another thing that yep. goes off of that is just being like super overly intentional with your conversations. And I know I'm like Taylor's talked about this on our long distance friendship episode that I'm so difficult about opening up. So sometimes you have to like ask those hard questions too mm-hmm. and ask very intentional questions while you're on that five minute FaceTime call asking how their heart is, how they're actually doing, not just the surface level things that you would text about. Yeah. I, I forgot that Hunter and I did this for a while, but we would do like weekend check-ins mm-hmm. where it was like the point of that phone call was to have hard conversations. It wasn't like, let's talk about my day. And I got this really cute Thing at Trader Joe's like no <laughs> the whole point of it was to be like what sucks about being at school right now how can I help you how can I best serve you how can I be a good girlfriend from 800 miles away what can I do like using those like having set aside time for a serious conversation because I know there were nights where like we could get on the phone for two minutes and it was just like hey love you how was your day it was good I did this I did this okay I gotta go bye but making sure that you don't go too long without having super intentional conversation, checking in. Like, hey, are, how are you doing? Like, do you miss your parents? I know you miss your parents. Oh, my gosh. That's so hard. Oh, my gosh. You don't have your dogs. I know that's horrible for you. Oh, my gosh. Your <laughs> professor was mean to you today. Like, making sure, like, the parts that are, like, chipping away at someone, you address them all. Right. Because the truth of the matter is relationships are supposed to make you better and they're supposed to be there for your mm-hmm. support. And if you're just calling for two minutes every single day and that's all your long distance is, having those very surface level, work. hey, how was your day relationship? Or, hey, how was your day questions? Then it's there's mm-hmm. no benefit coming there out of isn't. that relationship and at all. And you can't grow. And that's another thing is you need to be helping that person grow. I remember mm-hmm. with Hunter, this is – I don't think he would mind me saying this. He was having a really hard time getting plugged into – a church up in Indiana because he didn't have a car and none of his friends really wanted to go to church and Mm -hmm. he had no way of getting there. He didn't really know how to access it. So after a while of being frustrated, he just stopped trying and it took me. And it's just because he was overwhelmed. His class load with engineering was just insane. It was just a lot going on and that just kind of came a back burner. Mm -hmm. And I remember being like, Hunter, it's been three weeks since you've, been to anything like you need to go and he's like Taylor and we would fight about it not that in like specific but like he'd be like Taylor like I'm doing my best da, 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 da. and then finally it was like a oh shoot I'm like this would actually be really good for you like you need to go like that actually solve a lot of your problems like I know it's like an extra hour and a half in your day of like going to like 
a campus ministry like crew or campus outreach or something like that's more on your schedule but I think it's it's important it's something that's really important to our relationship like you haven't worshipped in x amount of time and that's something you really love to do like hey reminder Mm -hmm. and then once he was finally able to get plugged in like wow that made such a difference but if it wasn't for me being willing to have an uncomfortable conversation being like hey you're not being like yourself and I think it's because you're not having your quiet time and you're not plugged into a campus ministry what's going on that's that's holding each other accountable Mm -hmm. and same goes if someone's acting out of not their character like let's say I started going out all the time and like getting drunk and doing whatever and like doing things that are out of my character I would hope that Hunter would have been I expect Hunter to have been like (laughs) um what are you doing like you're not acting like yourself what's wrong like why are you doing that are you just trying to fit in are you not finding good friends why are you doing that that's not like you like asking challenging questions and there might be some people on here who'd be like, who cares if you're going to like go drink in college? You're right. Who cares? But that's not something that I would have done. And he knew that. So mm-hmm. it's just knowing each other and being each other's greatest advocate for who they really are as they're struggling through right. becoming a new person. Right. And it's not judging your significant other for doing those no. things. It is literally just saying – hey, this isn't you. I know this is the version of yourself you're trying to be like, and this just doesn't line up to who Mm -hmm. you say you are and who you want to be. And that's important. And like, it's appreciated too. So appreciate that if you're getting that on the receiving end too. Because a lot of times that's a very intimidating conversation to have. Like, I don't like pointing out things that I think like having like hard conversations like that. Like, that's not fun being Mm -hmm. like, hey, Hunter, I don't think you're doing great here. But that's important because I loved him enough to be like your faith can't survive you not being plugged into a church for an entire semester you will devastate yourself Mm -hmm. and so I loved him enough to have those hard conversations so that he could do that so love love your person enough to stick up for them and people always say like it's okay like people change absolutely I'm a completely different person than I was in high school but there's there's differences between like these huge 180 flips and those a lot of times come out of different places than just growing, maturing, and changing. Mm-hmm. You feel? I feel like yes. our, our our people feel. I feel like I yes. don't need to give that disclaimer to the SGP fam. I feel like I feel like they know what I'm saying, you know? Yeah. I feel like they have a good grasp of like who we are and like what our mm-hmm. character is like and what we're striving for our character to become more like too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next big thing. And I got – this is some advice that I got from our – school's pastors and because they did long distance through college and this was like the best advice that they gave is having engaging conversation and what this looks like for hunter and i hold your breath we (laughs) didn't really text or snapchat at all throughout the day (gasps) i know (gasps) what (laughs) what um if we text we would send good morning texts maybe a funny picture throughout the day Maybe a thinking of you. That's it. We didn't text throughout the day. And so pretty much, and that's why those nighttime phone calls were so important. So, and then every night we would get on the phone and we'd get to talk about our day and explain everything. And that was new. The problem that I saw in a lot of my friends' relationships that when they would text all day, they were literally living the day with this person, right? Mm -hmm. All day. 
They're doing it. They're, te- they're texting them every update. I had a turkey sandwich for lunch. I'm sitting in the library in this chair. Now I'm going to this class. Oh my gosh, my teacher did this today. Texting. And then all of a sudden you get to talk on the phone and you have nothing to say. Right. Because now you have nothing in common. You have no shared people. You have no like, I'm just going to sit next to you and watch Netflix where it's just like not talking but quality time. So all you have really is to talk about your days, which sounds not super fun, but that's what you have. And if you text your entire day, you have nothing left to talk about. Right. That's a big thing that I didn't do. And I regret that so much because it's so true. You're texting all day. And I think that also just like carrying it over into another topic that like plays such an impact on the relationships that are there with you at school too. It just like gets in the way of all of those relationships that you're trying to make. And if you're a freshman or if you're new at your campus, you don't know anyone. You're trying to go out. Meanwhile, you're glued to your phone half the time. You do not need to be glued to your phone. Like you're at different schools and different places for a reason. And you do not need to have this like pocket beeper with you 24-7 to know exactly what your person is doing. Mm -hmm. Ooh, this is another hot one (laughs) that I don't have written down. But also tracking each other. Guys, I like find my friends just as much as the next girl, but our freshman year and sophomore, I mean, we just didn't track each other and people had this controversial topic, but essentially I just felt strongly that I didn't need to know where he was 24 seven. So like, for example, if he was in his room and I could see that he was in his room and I called him and he didn't answer, how's that going to make me feel? (laughs) I can attest to this so much because for from someone who did track, mm-hmm. it made me crazy. Crazy. It drove me literally insane. Me knowing, especially on Snapchat too, mm. knowing, oh my gosh, you were active four hours ago when I woke up at 9 a.m. So you were out until three o'clock in the morning. What the yep. heck were you doing? And then it's a million questions and then it's just an unnecessary argument. Whereas if I would have just sat back and been like, okay, listen, like I trust you enough to right. trust what you're doing, then it totally gets rid of that argument. And you just don't need to know where they are. And that's the yeah. truth of the matter of fact. Because, for example, what if I just wanted to lay there and, like, talk to my roommate mm-hmm. and I got a call and I just – I was being present. I was talking to someone and I didn't pick up. Instantly, it would be like, well, why? Why? She's in her dorm. Obviously, she's not busy. Obviously, she's not doing anything. Why isn't she answering? What is she doing? Why does it? And it starts putting this like weird doubt in your head that you didn't even realize that you had. So no, no, Mm -hmm. don't do that. Yeah. Save yourself the stress because honestly, it's not even stress on your significant other. It is stress stress on on you and it's not worth it and it'll Mm -hmm. drive you crazy and you'll have sleepless nights. So don't do it to yourself. Yeah, don't do that. So next thing is we've already kind of touched on it a little, but being intentional with your time is huge. One thing that I realized is you start to minimize a phone call. You're like, oh, it's just a phone call. If I can't do it tonight, whatevs. It's just a phone mm-hmm. call. If you treat your phone calls like dates, like, hey, Hunter's coming to pick me up at 930, you're going to be there. Or you like, oh, a text message if something happens and you can't go. Or that's like a strong time. But somehow when it comes to FaceTimes and phone calls, that's like loose. And you're like, okay, we said we were going to call at 930 and now it's 1045 and I've heard nothing. And you're like, that's like getting stood up. But no one wants to call it that because it's like, well, it's just on the phone. No, 
if you guys say that there's a certain time that you're doing it, stick to it and do your best. And if something happens, that's fine. But then reschedule and treat it like it's a real date and it's real organized time when you're hanging out. And it's just making each other a priority because it's okay if once or twice you're like, ooh, something came up. All my friends are going out like, ah, sorry, babe. But if you keep doing that, then your partner who's God only knows where, how far away from you is not going to feel like a priority because it's going to feel like it's not fun enough to talk to you. Right. And you know how hard, like how sucky that is a feeling. I know I did that to Hunter a lot my freshman year because we would always have these scheduled plans, but the second anything else came up, that's what I wanted to do, which is fine. Like it's important for me to be present, but also like Hunter is the most like important thing and like making that relationship work was a huge priority for me but I didn't treat him that way a lot of the times Mm -hmm. and I've had to say sorry for that so much because we had how was that supposed to make Hunter feel that he like carved out time in his night and I was like at like 9 29 I'm like oops sorry I'm out maybe talk to you at 12 30 like Oh, and that also goes into respecting people when you're on different time zones because that was really hard because Hunter had a really strict schedule, but he was an hour ahead of me. So 11.30 for me was 12.30 for him, and I stay up late and he doesn't. So that was a hard obstacle for us that we really had to figure out getting on the same schedules and me being like, okay, I like to stay out late and I like to go do stuff, but Hunter likes to go to bed this time. And he's my boyfriend and I love him and he's a priority and we're making this work. So I'm going to make sure that I can sit down and talk to him for 30 minutes, even if that means like I have to leave my friends. Mm -hmm. So it's just making each other a priority. Right. And I would really recommend specifically planning out like a specific time because a lot of times what my ex-boyfriend I used to do is say, we'll talk tonight. Mm. Okay. Well, you got home at one in the morning and I've been sitting around my tonight is 10 p.m. Yeah. I feel like everyone knows that at this point. I go to bed early. My tonight is 9 or 10 at night. So I'm mm-hmm. sitting around waiting saying, oh, well, he said we were going to talk tonight, but now it's midnight and I'm now cranky. So then I'm picking fights at 1 in the morning when I have to be right. up at 8 the next morning or when mm-hmm. he has to be up at 6 the next morning for a workout. And then it's, I can't do this, da-da-da, whatever. Yeah. And nothing. Totally. That was that's definitely one of my biggest recommendations and one of the biggest things that I think was a like downfall of our relationship because we would talk at midnight and we would fight when we were both tired. Mm-hmm. That's good. And just as a disclaimer, you also need to be flexible. You guys are doing long distance for a reason. You guys are choosing to have different lives. You're with different people in different places. So just also be understanding. And just try and make it work. It's once again, it's all about communicating and figuring out what works best for y'all. Right. Yeah. Okay. Now, let's talk about your feelings. Uh, Be honest with how you're feeling at any time. Like, long distance is hard. It's never going to be easy. It's never simple. It's hard. Literally, Hunter and I <laughs> were FaceTiming today. This is year three, and we just looked at each other and just started crying. I'm just being honest with you guys. And it, it was Aww. just – it's just sad, and it's just, like, we just miss each other so much, and it's it's hard, like, adjusting back into not seeing each other anymore. And it's important to be honest about how you're feeling because if you let those things, like, bottle up, that's never healthy. Like, it's so much easier for me to be able to be like, 
hey, I just want to let you know, like, it feels like I'm sitting in my dorm all the time and I'm really sad about us not being together and you just look so happy and you're living your best life and you don't even seem upset. That's an easy conversation to have because you're like in that one moment, that's how you feel. And then they can address it. But if you never say that and time and time and time again, that's how he or she is making you feel. One day you're going to explode and say things that you don't mean. Mm-hmm. And that's not fair to them because you never told them that that's how you feel. Right. So you need to tell them how you feel. Once again, you all you have are words. So no duh, you're going to fight and like re- learn to resent this person if you never tell them that you're upset. Because you smile on all your five-minute FaceTime calls. And you laugh and you giggle and you say, I love you and things. He thinks you're good. Right. He's uh, boys are not are not on it. Okay? No, We've learned that. Not at all. The quiet clues. Oh, I suggested it. Oh, I sent you a TikTok and this had this in the background. You should have known. <laughs> no, they don't get that. None of them get no, that. Show me a boy who all. does. I haven't found one. I haven't. They don't exist. I'm convinced. No. So you need to be very direct with them. And I know that stinks. Like I know for me, like if I want something, <laughs> or I want to do something. I want I want to do the low key and then they just like come up with it on their own. No. If you want something, tell them. Yes. <laughs> but that's it's true. Yes. So as in areas where that's funny, where it's like, I really want to go to this restaurant and you keep on sending him things about it and he just never picks up on the clues and it's like, babe, like why? <laughs> but if you're like genuinely like struggling and you're thinking that he's cheating and you never address that with him, you're just making yourself insane. Mm-hmm. It could be the simplest explanation for why his bitmoji was by the girls' dorms. <laughs> it could just be a pinged off the wrong cell phone tower because guess what? That happens. Mm-hmm. Or the thing on Instagram where it shows like the little dot saying that they're active, it's wrong a lot of the times. I've had yeah. people being like, it shows you're on Instagram. I'm like, I haven't been on Instagram in four hours. Oh, wait, the app is open on my phone and I had literally no idea. And then you're just like, ah, easy. Those are easy explanations. And ha 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 ha, that's so funny. Done. But you let that build up for months and months and months. You don't even know why you're upset about it anymore. You can't even track all those little things that you're upset about. You just have this overarch. And then when he asks why, you don't have anything to say. Right. You're just mad. And so there's nothing he can do to make that better. We can laugh because it's true. Right. And so you have to give them something to work with. Right. It's better to have those conversations when they're little conversations. Little conversations are easy. And they're not like a relationship ending conversation. And this one, this is it. So when it's a little conversation and you're sad about something, if he's like, babe, I'm hanging out with my friends tonight. Can we please not FaceTime? You're just like, I really wanted to talk to him about this. But yeah, that's fine. If you are ready to like go to blows and like knock his teeth out with all of this information because you're ready to explode and he's like, "Mm, babe, gonna hang out with the boys tonight. That is like an act of war. That is like, okay, it is written in the sand. Like we are about to enter into world war three and it's like oh you think you're hanging out with your friends tonight oh you think you're and then it just these tensions grow that because i hear people's stories about doing long distance and like how like they struggle with their boyfriends or girlfriends having friends and like wanting to hang out i don't know honestly i i'm very privileged to say that connor and i don't really have those problems trust me i know i'm very privileged to say that yes you are like i sit in my privilege and i understand like i've never 
people are literally going to hate me for saying this. Mm-hmm. Hunter and I laugh because we were watching the kissing booth the other night. I made him watch it the second one. And it was they doing long distance. And the whole movie is she thinks he's cheating on her. And Hunter and I just looked at each other. And Hunter looks at me and goes, do people actually think that? Oh, my gosh. And I look at him and I go, yeah. I mean, people really struggle with thinking that they're getting cheated on. And he was just like, looked at me and he just goes, nah. And just fist bumps me. Because that's never been a conversation that we've ever had to have or worry about. So I realize that's very unrelatable. So I don't really have a lot to say about that. Again, very rare. So don't don't be sitting out there thinking in your relationship that it's awful because you get jealous. Because all of us normal people out here are psychopaths and I'm also dating like the most perfect boy in the whole world. Like that's I just like uh, got like whatever. Well God was like, You're crazy. We need to give you something that's just like one and like you're good. (laughs) Um but you need to like, I mean all of that still stands like in the things that Hunter and like that's not a struggle that Hunter and I have but we have a lot of other ones like areas where we struggle and we fight and like times when we were like so like that's like the big one like oh my gosh cheating and being jealous like that's like the huge one but we st- I remember there was a time when he came to my formal and like we had to sit down in my car because I go to school that has visitation and he couldn't come in my dorm past a certain time, whatever, um, for three hours sobbing and screaming at each other, working through stuff. Like this is not a we're not painting this as like, oh, we're the best. Like, no, like it sucks and it's really hard. And like those are conversations like, can we still make this work? Are we, are you being a good long distance boyfriend? Am I being a good long distance girlfriend? We both said things that really hurt. We both said things that we probably regret. We both were angry. We both were sad. Mm-hmm. And you work through them. So no long distance relationship is going to go smooth. No. It if just you're doesn't thinking it's just going to be happy, you guys living your separate lives with no strings no. attached. That's just not realistic. No. I remember I had a really unhealthy relationship. I'm just being very honest with y'all. I had a really unhealthy relationship with Hunter in school. And most people are like, literally, what? Like, that's not a problem people have. But it got to the point where all he ever wanted to talk about was school. And school was his life. And doing really well in school was the most important thing to him. And he was addicted to getting good grades. And, like, he's a genius, whatever. And I was like, this sounds stupid, but I was getting so frustrated because it's like all he ever wanted to do was talk about the specifics of his like classes and about school and like doing well and so and I'm just like dude can we just have a normal like can we just talk about something normal and it got to the point there were times where he didn't even want to hear about how I was doing because he was so frustrated about his math test (laughs) and we had to be like for a while just not talk about our classes at all because I'm just like I hate I'm like I'm starting to resent this school (laughs) I resent it I resent you talking about it I instantly I stopped listening because Mm -hmm. it just makes me angry so is that a typical problem that people have? No. But that's a perfect example of every relationship's different. And you probably would have mm-hmm. never looked at my Instagram and been like, oh, that's something they fight about. But it was something that was really hard for us to get used to and finding a healthy balance because it was like he loved – it felt like he loved school more than he, like, loved me because he was just – it was giving him – I mean, honestly, now I'm thinking about it, it was, like, giving him what, like, the success and the adrenaline of it and the working hard was giving him more of, like – uh, high than our relationship was. Right. Which and I just, just feels sucky on the other end. It just feels like garbage. And that could be girls with like when their boyfriends are going through bloodship. Like that's really hard. I know. 
I've heard like just feeling like you're a backseat to like his friends and it's like he never wants to talk to you always wants to hang out with his friends or you're taking a backseat to sports really, if they're a sports, college athlete. anything yes and so that's it's hard and it's just mm-hmm. having to address that's a conversation I had to have over and over and over again oh yeah don't ever feel like one conversation and then because Hunter there were times where I would bring stuff up and we'd have a great productive conversation <laughs> and then a week later we're back and I'm like did you not listen to anything I said and I'm like I just articulated that so well like oh, wow that was flawless like we are right. good and a week later we're back I'm like but how did this even happen? Let's do it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there is no cookie cutter way to do it. But yes, I totally can. There's just ways to get frustrated and jealous about things that aren't as popular. That yes. was a random one. I never really thought of adding in that in there. But that's so true. Like, especially, mm-hmm. I mean, you can speak on that with athletics where it's like them working out and them like performing well in sports is like the only thing that matters. That's all they want to talk about. And like, it trumps right. you. Right, exactly. It's like, okay, you're already spending the majority of your time going to three Mm -hmm. workouts a day and then going to practice and then only hanging out with your baseball friends. And here I am, like, in the back seat, like, what? Like, hello? Like, don't you want to know what's going on with me? Like, right. And it's not even, sometimes it wasn't even that. Sometimes it was like, it's just a sport. Like, it's just, and then you feel bad for saying that. Mm -hmm. My younger brother also plays baseball, so I have to be careful there. But I'm like, it's just a sport, like, and you can yeah. say that in every aspect. It's just school, like, like yes, it's, it's just important. your stupid friends. Like, what are we right. doing here? If we're doing this to get married, then those are just your college friends, and like, we're like, it's easy to just be like, what are you? Where are your priorities? Right, exactly. But also just like thinking Chill. about it the other way, like mm-hmm. settling down. Because I know a lot of times I was like, he'd have girlfriends, and I was like. You're, you're going to lose them if we ever get married anyways. Like, <laughs> you're like, so see ya. <laughs> right. Exactly. I'm like, so why do you need to be spending five hours with them? Mm-hmm. I don't think you do. So be patient. <laughs> I don't think you do. So see ya, girl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember the first time Hunter told me he had girlfriends. Like, I was, like, alarmed. I was, like, I just, like, didn't expect. I was just, like, oh, like, interesting. <laughs> and it's just, like, instantly. Like I said. This is a perfect example. We never had problems with that, but like I instantly wanted to know every single thing about them. Oh, of course. Of course I did. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I looked at their Instagrams, like got a good feel, and I was like, I'm good. Okay. We're good. But I just right. needed to check to just, yeah. I just need to see them. I know them. I recognize their name. If they come up, I know. It's just, it's nervous. Okay. And this also has to do with like being in different worlds. And, like, combining worlds. And that had to do a little bit with what Kenzie was saying earlier about, like, the people that you're surrounding yourself with affects your relationship. Like, mm-hmm. if everyone I was friends with was talking negatively about long-distance relationships, I would start to think negatively about them. Of or if course. everyone you were surrounding yourself with was, like, drinking all the time and you're – I don't know what to call them. Significant other, partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Whatever you prefer. Um, is super against drinking. You're going to – like, there's going to be problems. Right. So it's like, don't be hanging out with anyone that you wouldn't if your girlfriend or boyfriend weren't there. Were yes. there. Yes, absolutely. And in the same way, like your boyfriend or girlfriend, significant other, again, we just need to stick to one name, significant other. That's what yeah. we're going with. Okay. Um, I just lost my train of thought now. We were talking about. Got it. 
mm-hmm. the same way that your significant other is supposed to push you to be better and to be that like best version of yourself, your friends should be doing the exact same thing. So, yeah. And if those two things don't line up, like that good person that you're trying to be, that like good character, like good morals person that you're trying to be, that same person doesn't line up to your friends and to your boyfriend, you have to evaluate one of the two. One of the two is completely not true. The other might be more on the right track. So they both should be pushing you to be the same best version of yourself. The same type of person. If yeah. you want to be like, what's something? If you want to be like the like uh, the king of a fraternity and like living your best life, that's okay. There's not like one lifestyle that's like the better one. Then your friends should that's what they should if that's like your goal and that's who you want to be we're just going to use an exaggerated example then that's what your friend should be pushing you to be if that's what you want and then your girlfriend or boyfriend should be on the same page right you shouldn't be telling your significant other that you want to be a and then telling your friends you want to be b and then you're hanging out with your friends so you're starting to act like b and then your significant other sitting here being like what happened to a it's like Mm -hmm. no 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 babe i love a we're a Let's do right. A. And then when you talk, it's like A, B, 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 B. Hey, babe, I saw on your Snapchat story you're doing B. We agreed to A. Oh, babe, I love B. I love A. A is our plan. No. Same it's page. So, but it same happens page. so often though. Like yes. it so often where you're just like so easily influenced by your friends. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, check your friends. Or you might be influenced in the wrong way by your boyfriend. It's check true. your boyfriend. Check your boyfriend. Or girlfriend. We don't just Or girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Okay. Let's really quick. I just saw this bullet point and I missed it. Um, let's talk about fighting over distance. Just like a little tidbit. Um, it's really hard to fight over distance because I know the best thing that makes me feel the best fighting, like the only way for me to really feel good about a fight ending is like I'm in tears and then I'm able to like be with Hunter and we can hug and just be like, okay, like this all sucks, but like we have each other. You don't get to do that when you're doing long distance. Mm -hmm. And so any major fights that we had to have, not these little like qualms or like, I don't know what's the, okay, we'll call them disagreements and then like big fights. And they like disagreements and disagreements are still fights. Like mm-hmm. if we're going to like fight like us, me and Hunter fighting about school, like that was one we did over FaceTime, like things like that, like your disagreements, issues that you're working through, but like big boy fights, like, Hey, I don't know if this relationship's working for me anymore or Hey, like you're not like you've completely changed. Like those huge ones that you know is going to take such a huge toll on you both emotionally schedule those in person. Yes. Because if you're doing this relationship and you're wanting to make it work, if you're three hours away, I don't care what that person is doing, you guys need to make the three-hour drive and work it out in person Mm -hmm. if you can. For us, it was scheduling them around when we were going to see each other. And so, like, it stunk. But, like, after my sorority formal, we had a great night. And then we had to talk about it after. And did that suck? Yes. But I got to see him for 48 hours. And we needed to talk about it. And so, like, when the fight really boiled up, like, the week before he came, we just both agreed to table it until we could be in person. Right. And that took both of us working really hard to table it. And maybe that week was a lot more surface-level conversation um, and reminding each other that we love each other and we're going to make it work. And then saving, like, the go-to-blows to be in person. 
and a lot of you were never I'm, designed to fight over distance yes and a lot of people I'm sure would to a certain level disagree with that and I'm sure I probably would have in my past too because it seems like oh when we're in person like we're just supposed to be like appreciating each other's mm. time and like That's true being all lovey-dovey and like just because you don't get that very often so it's like oh let's just do that when you're in person so then that issue comes up when you're you have to have these hard conversations when you're in person but I found when you don't have those hard conversations in person and you are doing them over the phone, the in-person stuff is just very surface level and very right, not where it's supposed to be. Another huge thing that that's what made me think about that is like then if you're unable to have serious conversations in person because you just want it to be this like cupcakes and daffodils weekend, like a lot of times to fill in like the awkward space you ramp up physicality and that was something Mm -hmm. I was not planning on talking about at all but you have to be careful because I know especially with all long distance couples whether you're like in a really great place you see each other and it's like zero to 100 real quick because you're like gotta get my (laughs) two and a half months worth in you know um but it's being careful that all you do when you're together is being physical because then you start doing this weird dysmorphia thing where you're disassociating. So then how you associate it is distance, we talk and communicate. And then when we're together, we're just physical. We don't even really know how to talk to each other and have a like a good conversation. Mm-hmm. And those are exaggerated, but that does happen to people. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, what happens? There's an end to distance, right? That's the point. That's the goal. That one day yeah. you won't be doing distance anymore. And if you've just had this dysmorphic view of you communicate well over the phone and you go to town in person, now you're in person and what do you do? So you've what got you to know? be careful. Right. What do you know? Exactly. So you have to be careful that like as like tempting as it is to just like be super physical the entire time that you see each other like you also it's just as special to cherish like being on a date with that person or talking to that person in person or being able to just like sit next to them so don't I know probably the first time Hunter and I hung out after long distance we like didn't even know what to do with ourselves we we're like get over here now you're glued to my side you're never leaving um mm-hmm. And we've obviously learned how to handle that better. At the beginning, you're not going to be able to, and that's fine. Have the best weekend of your life when you see them. Do literally whatever you want. Like, that's fine. Yes. Don't. Another thing whatever. That, another thing that I'd add to that, too, is planning things out when you guys see each other. Like, planning genuine things to do. Like, planning dates. Yes. Because you haven't been on dates for Go on dates. however long. And you need to date. You need to mm-hmm. not just sit in each other's dorm and hang Ugh. out. Because, again, yes. then that leads to And laying down. Happening. Stop yes. just laying down in his gross navy sheets. <laughs> it's not like a, it's not like a, ooh, you guys are doing gross stuff. Like, I just mean boys' dorms are gross. Yeah. And if that's, like, your romantic weekend is hanging out in his yucky dorm and on sheets that he hasn't changed since he moved in, like, that's not fun. Um, <laughs> That's just too real. <laughs> like, boys are gross. It makes gross. me feel very gross now. Boys are gross. <laughs> um yeah I can speak I have a brother Hunter like they don't they don't wash their sheets yeah I don't know why but they don't this is like an FY like stay out of boys beds because they don't wash their sheets Ugh. okay anyways but yes dates go date go do stuff and I know it's just so comforting to just like want to sit there and grab their face but you need these you need to be also making memories too 
mm-hmm. and like doing fun things together to remind you that like dating is fun. Yes. Oh, and do FaceTime dates. Hunter and I did this a couple times where we like went and picked up the same dinner. Guys, this is like this is like would make me so happy whenever we're doing this since we'd like both go pick up Chipotle. We'd come back, we'd get dressed up from like chest up and like I make up hair, all of it. And we would have like very intentional like FaceTime dates and we'd eat the same thing and talk about the same things and like mm-hmm. it was like we were out on a date. So if you ever need to like spice up your long distance relationship that's something fun that we would do on occasion we probably have only done it a handful of times but it was always so nice when we got to do that yeah and then it really does going back to what we were saying earlier about not standing the other person up if you're going dressed up and yeah actually on a date it's a lot less likely for you to just be like "Mm, no I'm good like no I remember it's not just a conversation People would be like, hey, let's hang out. I'm like, sorry, I have a date with Hunter. And they're like, Hunter's here? I'm like, no. <laughs> and they're like, please explain. And I would right. always say it to them. And then it, everyone's very understanding. And it's just like, no, that's what we have to do. Like, we're, yeah. we are dating. We're going to make it work. That's what we're doing. Right. Okay. This episode has gone super long. So I'll leave you with this as the best tool that you can use for long distance is your love languages. Love mm-hmm. languages are a huge thing. Essentially, if you don't know what it is, it's just it's a t- I mean there's like a list of love languages, but you can go take a test and see which ones are your top love languages and it's how the other person feels loved. So my biggest love language is physical touch and quality time. Um so that's how I feel loved. So it was very which physical touch and quality time. The two things you don't get during long distance. So Right awesome uh, mm-hmm. but we were able to make adjustments around that like for example mm-hmm. quality time I w- sometimes it was nice to just sit on the phone for an hour just quality mm-hmm. time we would watch the same Netflix show quality time and be able to text about it while we were both doing it physical right. touch that one's a little difficult uh, I don't really have advice <laughs> for you on that one um that just meant whenever I saw him I just wouldn't stop hugging him but right. that could look like, oh, I know, like, there's, like, there's just, like, cute things you can do. And you can, like, be creative. Like, one thing that I do, this is really cheesy. I still have it. It's literally over there by my bed. But I have a bottle of Hunter's Cologne. And, sorry, I'm, like, exposing myself. If you want to cringe, fine. <laughs> but I love my boyfriend. I love it. Um, I have a bottle of his cologne. And I'll, like, spray it if I ever miss him. And Aww. it's, like, we. I have a stuffed animal from him. And so I'll spray on that. So, is that, like, physical touch? No, but, like, that's one of your senses. I don't know. But honestly, so just, stuffed animals. You have to get creative. Like, but honestly, like, stuffed animals and sweatshirts and, like, things like sweatshirts. that. Sweatshirts. I feel like is a good way for, like, physical it's like, touch It's comforting. People. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I totally forgot about sweatshirts. Yes, I had his huge Purdue sweatshirt, and I would just load that thing up with cologne and just, like, put it on whenever I was sad. Yeah. It does yeah. help, honestly. It and just, another just, thing, yeah. my biggest love language is um, quality time. So another thing that I will add, if you guys are on FaceTime with each other or just like having kind of like a FaceTime conversation or even a FaceTime date, be mindful that like you're giving them your full attention and not like Ooh. going paused on your phone yes. or like, like that's one thing that really, really, really annoys me yes. when I'm being paused and I'm just sitting oh. there. It's like okay, like, I'm I'm not your first priority. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, okay, like, I'll just let you go. Like, I I'll feel like I'm, go. like, mm-hmm. in your way. So, bye. Yes. Like, it is much more valuable 
to have a five minute conversation where you're very engaged and looking at them the entire time as opposed to a 30 minute conversation when you're going on again off again from snapchatting people back and scrolling on instagram yeah and if because you're, you're wasting significant- the other person's time yeah, and if your significant other's love language is quality time, please just know that from like me who's yes. on quality time. Don't do that to them. Again, no. five minutes would be so much more pleasing to them than an hour of you being there for maybe like 20% of it. Being actually present. Yeah. Do yeah. not go off FaceTime. If you're FaceTiming them, you're FaceTiming them. You're not right. scrolling on Instagram. You're not texting other people back. You're not making other plans because then they start talking and then you're just like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you have no idea what they said. Don't do yeah. that. And you no, say no. you're listening, but like, hmm, are hmm. you though? Don't think so. Yeah. All right. Well, I think this episode got so long. I hope that this yes, is helpful, y'all. I hope yeah. that this served a purpose. I mean, obviously, me doing long distance is an ongoing battle. It's mm-hmm. something I'm doing every day. So if you have questions, honestly, like, slide into my DMs, let me know. I'd literally be so happy to, like, help you out and, like, text yeah. you back. Like, I will. Um, cause I know it's really hard. And if you guys want another episode like this, if, if you guys want it, I mean, I'm sure we will, we could answer questions, go in depth about certain things. Yeah. I feel um, like I could still have like a lot more to add to this. Oh topic. yeah, definitely. So yeah, mm-hmm. we love you guys. <laughs> yeah. um, another thing we are so close, just some housekeeping. We were so close to a hundred reviews. We're so five away, five away at this moment. Yes. Maybe once this launches, we'll already have them. But I if, know. I if really you hope haven't, so. Go down there. Please leave us a review. Um, Kenz, do you want to plug the socials? Yes. Oh my gosh, I feel like I haven't done this in so long. But our Instagram <laughs> is at She's Going Places Podcast, and all of our other links are there. We do still have our Facebook group up and running, so we would love for you guys to join just to kind of get connected with you guys a little more on a more personal level because we're literally obsessed with you guys. Do we want to read a review real quick? Just the one that I posted yeah, because I think it's hilarious. It. You can read <laughs> it. Guys, this review made me laugh, and I think I know who it is. <laughs> Honestly, I don't even like this word's weird. Anyways, so the title says, Synth Nation. Love this. <laughs> these girls are so f- these girls are so funny and so much fun. All I want to do is simp for them. You know what? Guys, my little brother had to teach me what that word meant like two weeks what ago. What simp meant? Yes, I did not That's know. That's funny. Mm-hmm. I only know, I was going to say because of TikTok, but we always bring up TikTok. <laughs> yes. uh, I deleted whatever. TikTok, fun fact, just, you know, thanks. Wow. Look at you. I'm really proud of myself. I've been going a week without TikTok and Snapchat. Look at and you. And a lot of other food. We love a girl so. who fasts. Yeah. <laughs> um next week we'll do more of like an up up daily episode kind of just like yes. chit chat catch up with us i know you guys love those so we'll make sure mm-hmm. to get that out for you guys but until then we'll see you next week bye, bye.